Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, it's my dad. <laughs> dive, dive, dive. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. Welcome to Sunday Skypers. This is Dirk. This is our second Burning Wheel episode. Once again, we have Wilhelm GMing, Ketamono as Ufgel, Zerker as Flint, and myself as Fandral. How about we get right to it? How about we go over your beliefs? And uh, I know, John, you're missing one now that you've completed the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smith um, challenge. So that one needs to be filled in, and that could be it could be a belief about a different dwarf. Helping out, it could be uh, something entirely new, or yeah, no, yeah. basically I can't. My oath should have been something that would conflict with the mission. Hmm. I remember you said the oath would have to be something that would, would conflict with the mission we were with the adventure, basically. So mm. I had to have some sort of conflict. No, 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 no. The no? the oath you got from the oath sworn trait has to be outside of the the. Um, the situation. Okay. Uh, it has to be a pre-game oath, right? It should be maybe a little broader and, and you know, maybe a debt of honor or um, to, so, to practice something in a certain way or, yeah. Well, apprentice, apprenticing is basically something that, you know, the, to be the master over some apprentice, you know, he's my first apprentice. I'm just a journeyman. You know, you really should be under a master, you know, if you're going to be apprenticing. So this is sort of like my part of my test to see how well I can actually handle an apprentice. So they gave you a Padawan. <laughs> yeah, they gave you a Padawan. Who's would you not be a, very talented. Would you be averse to, to uh, framing it a little differently? Like you swore to your brewmaster that you would start up your own brewery and run it according to his principle? How's that? Yeah, but see, I'm, I'm being wordy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, about the empty one. I think I'll oh. hold off on that one until I figure out what I, what I want to do with that. Ah, so, so uh, place if, if I were to corner you now and say, what are you doing now? And uh, that would be required do- to, to, you know, be based upon a belief. What would you do? I have a thought. No, I'm not getting a thought. Ah. Because this is totally, inappro- totally appropriate for the situation. So we're we're going on but basically we're going we're going on a quest, right? Yes. So I wonder I, who wants to take bets that there is a nog for quests. One of the festival nog, so maybe through a special festival nog so that we can then you know, start out you know, properly. Why don't you guys go go somewhere else and I'll work on my my belief and then I'll post it in the chat window. Todd, uh, is there anything among your beliefs that you wish to revise or tweak? Let's see. I will recover the Goddardum family crest, a shield of fine quality, lost in Scoria Deep, like that one. As long as Vandal blazes a path for dwarven glory, he has my axe, like that one. I need to convince the long beards of Marl to support Vandal. And it has one fate in parentheses. Yes, you spent one in pursuit of that one. Okay, and I swear to Grandfather that I will restore the glory of the Goddardin House. And that was your oath. 
And I like all of those. Okay. Is there anything we can do to give you something you can accomplish this session? Like, maybe maybe you won't be able to convince the Longbeards this time. Maybe you might. I mean, you might, but is the tail end the statement you can, you can make that you could actually do this session? Like, if there was that splinter group that your grandfather mentioned that you might be able to sway? There, there's What's-His-Face... Who was basically opposing you? So yeah, you, yeah, you definitely need to get some longbeards in your side. Yeah, I suppose or, killing uh, Dooney the Silent isn't the actual dwarven <laughs> way. You know what? What you need is to convince someone you know who knows how to brew nog to make a special nog. <laughs> you really want to use silent. the brewer skill, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny though. Uh, the nog of Silence, and then I take the antidote beforehand, <laughs> and he loses his voice. <laughs> now, that's what you're going to look for. We don't know there's a Naga Silence. That'd be great. You need to find a, find a recipe for Naga Silence. Hmm. One way or another, I'm going to bring some Nog. Okay. Uh, I don't just get it. I'm happy with my character. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's cool. Then we'll leave it like that. Yeah, you you do have a few persona points how do I leverage those mechanically? What, what do they achieve? A number of things. I was just curious to see if you had... Oh, okay. You have you have them listed. Excellent. Okay. Yes, you have three. Perfect. Uh, that was kind of uh, one of my agendas today, to, to have you spend a persona and play with them and see how they work. I can work with that agenda. Excellent. John, well, the thing is, it pretty much just comes down to you going to the brewery and making a die roll, which is not terribly interesting. Yeah, boring. (laughs) Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll work on that some more. (laughs) If if you're having trouble with specifics, but you like the idea of a long beard wrangling, (laughs) you you could always just... You can always just put in an, uh, <laughs> a relatively broad, you know, I will help convince the Greybeards. That something works. to that tune. I did my sheet and I, I, and I put down, I will help convince the Longbeards. Or is it Greybeards? Which one is it again? Long, 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 long. Long, long, long. Okay. The longbeards. Well, Although some go. of them may be gray. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm staring at your sheet, John, uh, is there yep. a first step you can do in reopening the breweries of Scoria Deep? Hmm. First step to do would probably I'd have to do something I haven't I, I'm, not, I'm totally unfamiliar with, which is well research research into, into the lore, what they were, and, where, and how many there were. Basically, I need to find I need to find some. Some long, some gray beard, long beard, some sage who know who who knows what what was in Scoria Deep. How many breweries were there in, in <laughs> Scoria Deep? You know, and and you know how many noggeries were in the in Scoria Deep? That sounds know? good. That just happened. I know a group of people of sufficient age and experience that might be able to help you with that. <laughs> ah, there you go. Bring your earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll bring a cake of beer. Nothing. That, nothing, nothing, that nothing, might no- be more effective in losing <laughs> the tongue. <laughs> Are you sure? Not, they, they don't practice drinking. They practice drunking. Remember that. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
ambitious prince has a, a belief, or rather an oath, to help Ulfkel reopen the breweries of Scoria. I think that that works as it is. And, um, you know, if you want to help him out on... Oh, okay, it's not the oath, it's an oath. Yeah. And, yeah, and actually, the, the ones I have written down for him, his oath is, he swore to my father to restore the, the family power and prestige. Uh-huh. I must convince my betrothed Freya that I have to lead the reconquest of Scoria. I swear to aid Flint in the recovery of the Gotterdam Crest. Ah, right. I must assemble a dwarven band for the reconquest of Scoria. There we go. Well, uh, we had some some loose idea about having a scene at the rat, or the, the tunnel rat, the black rat. The, the place to... The, in, Beer hall place, yes. Uh, let's put your dwarves in action. What, what the hell are they doing at the rat? I'm with, I'm with Berglins. You know, we're busy drinking and celebrating our successful fixing, you know, fixing up that mail. So I actually have good, I have a light dwarven uh, mail. Dwarven made, so yes, okay. Yeah, dwarven made, so it's, it's not it's, shoddy. <laughs> it's not shoddy. Handcrafted, like my beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're done with that. Uh, well, okay, it's the end of the day, pretty much then, since yeah. it took you one day. Vandral has escaped the confinement of the uncomfy guest room. <laughs> I just love that phrase. <laughs> Perhaps looking to secure some men or some other way of upsetting the status quo so you can have another go at convincing your betrothed. Yes, yes. Perhaps I need to convince more of the power structure of the of the hold here. Get them on my mm. side. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um Lint, what what why yeah, why is he here? I'm here with he's the, he's here the, the long beards. Oh, right. Yeah, that's how this came up, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll meet he's, over there later. <laughs> he's flying, yeah, I think, and is your father there as well? Granddaddy G. Oh, Granddaddy G, yeah. I, I could see us all, 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 all gathered around the table. Uh, I'm probably, uh, so my beard in my beer just go like, I just can't understand. It says, it was perfectly logical argument. Yes, the reasons are compelling. You got no passion, lad. No pa- passion. You need passion to convince these people. <laughs> <laughs> you got given by you got given by the nads, and then as well as the heart. The mental image, unfortunately, <laughs> makes it just cringe even more. <laughs> Especially makes the hand gesture, you know, the. Uh, <laughs> I can see that for a character trait from grandfather. Terribly inappropriate. <laughs> You're my age. You don't care about propriety. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing one of those favorite dwarven pastimes. I'm grousing. <laughs> uh, well, then your grandfather is... Patting you reassuringly on the shoulder and, you know, you, you have to, um, uh, work, work up that, dwarven, uh, um, spirit and, and he shoves another beer in front of you and, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that cures everything. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
ails what kills you. I mean, uh, <laughs> you have the open-minded long beards here, but but you still have to make an impression. I, I'm just going to go this way because it's funny. I, I, I don't quite have the acting chops with me today, but That's fine. as we're sitting at the table, with each successive beer, Flint is going to get more drunk, more louder, and more passionate. But he for, is going to totally forget what he's arguing about. <laughs> and and, and it, it'll just be a, you know, depending on how long this goes before someone puts an axe in me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's migrated from talking about, you know, convincing them to just grousing about, you know, things in general. We'll, we'll toss in, you know, the, the uh, unseemly treatment from the humans who uh, uh, constantly uh, plague us with their taxes. They got us <laughs> for the nads, lad, lads. They got us for the nads. <laughs> this is like, ever since we lost Scoria Deep, we've lost our connection to the hot lot of the dwarves. Just, there we go again. Just rant and rant. Oh, and that's and so and typical. You, you probably cut out. swirl a, a little bit there. <laughs> I, I'm, what? You cut out and <laughs> mid range. <laughs> Insert dwarven grousing. Yes. <laughs> I got the gist uh, of it anyway. Do you have an intent behind that, or is it just get into the mood? Part of it's to get in the mood. Part of it's to let off some steam. But also part of it is to motivate not only the long beards that are compassionate with my goal, but to Build up buzz around the other people in the tavern. Hmm. So I, I'm, tr- you know, I'm secretly, I, I guess, trying to get a whole bunch of different people from all walks of life going, yeah, we really need to take back Scoria Deep. You're fomenting unrest. <laughs> Something like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything like oratory or persuasion? Well, Quirky, likable, swaggering, uh, intimidating. Any skills? <laughs> well, intimidation's a B3. Uh, you know, ch- chuffing and oddly likable are certainly things that I would allow you to ha- get bonus dice for. And you also got rumor-wise. Would, would that help him? How would that help you? Basically, I can uh, uh, mention rumors about people who would rather sit on their fat dwarven asses than actually get out <laughs> and uh, bring uh, glory back uh, to the dwarves of Marl. This would have to be an actual rumor, though. Who's to say it isn't? <laughs> <laughs> the GM. If you want to work rumors into it, I'll, I'll gladly make it a linked test. So you okay. can well, test you. Here's, he, Here's how I'm linking it in. Okay. I, I, I will wave my arm in Fandor's direction. So look at that poor sod over there. France is holding us back. And uh, that may not be a rumor as much as truth, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting louder and, and more passionate the more he gets his uh, drink on. So, uh, and that, that's, I'm not eloquent about it, but that, that's what I'm striving for. <laughs> you know, I don't really see proper grounds for using rumor wise, but certainly okay. we can link it with drunking if you want. Well, too bad I don't have drunking, but. <laughs> well, then you'll have to use beginner's luck drunking. 
Yeah. Oh, so, man, that sounds like a freshman move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are a freshman. <laughs> well, let's see. I have command. I have intimidation. and uh, But I also have banner-wise and rumor-wise. So I, I can mix in bits of uh, history and lore and juicy no. tidbits uh, with, with no. rant. So I, I've got the... I've got, I don't have a strong single skill, but I got a, a lot of secondary skills. <laughs> okay. Um, that, well, I'll so certainly you... let you use command for what you want. And, uh, if, if you want a chance getting a, a, a negative or a bonus from drunking, you can link that to, to the test. I would quite be happy even if I failed that. Like you did see, getting up to that final. I really hurt Tresendo and passing out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I was wondering, though, I, we, didn't we get something wrong when, when I did my uh, untested skill? I calculated it wrong, but came down to the same effect. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to change anything. Uh, it's, it's the same type of test. Okay. So you, 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 you can still link it to other skills, then? Uh, no, it, you can't fork skills oh. into a that test, but, I mean, this is a beginner's luck test that is a linked test, so it's not forking. It's slightly different. Now, since drunking is based around will and fort, which one would you like to test? Well, definitely fort, since I got a five for that. Okay. I'll say this is an obstacle to... <laughs> totally fear. <laughs> What kind of resistance can it put up? <laughs> I can take it on hand to hand. <laughs> which means it is a uh, a routine test, which means it counts toward opening this skill. Now, the average of your will and fort is what? Uh, rounding down? Four. Yes. Four? Okay. In that case, you need five tests in total to open the skill uh, and write it down on your among your other skills. This is one. You need four more routine tests in drunking to open it. Drunking. Just a routine drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now because this is beginner's luck, we're doubling the obstacle. So it's four. You need four, four successes on your five dice. Of course, you, I'll give you bonuses for definite, definitely chuffing. And quirky. Quirky, no. Chuffing, yes. <clears throat> but you are, but you are, odd, but you are odd, oddly likable. That will factor into the command thing. This is more about being than at uh, ah, okay. roaring drunk. So, am I rolling five dice versus a target then? Then you are picking or... up six dice because you you're getting a bonus yeah. die from chuffing. So yeah. you're five four dice, okay? And you need to roll four successes. Now successes are four, five, and six. On a on black dice, which is the B in front of the um, okay, noper. Okay, well let's see if the uh, chat bot is working. Oh yes, ah, and uh, terribly average, which is okay. So you have three, uh, but you have two sixes. So if you spend a fate point, you mm-hmm. can you can explode those. You can open them, meaning you get to take two new dice and roll them. I think we'll do that there. Let me find my feet and drop that down to a two. We're trying to be seriously on the, on the drunk here. Come on. <laughs> we can do this. We have to take off. Come on. Beer, beer, beer me. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> a 
noble freshman effort. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, uh, next to your fort, you can record that you've spent a fate point. Okay. Cool beams. Okay. Now, you succeeded here. Now, this means that you get uh, a bonus die for your command from having a into people's uh, attention area thing. Oh, yeah. Now, in this command, uh, we have oddly likable, we have swaggering, we have uh, intimidation. Intimidation. But, uh, oh, you want to fork in intimidation. Well, well would, would that be a wise thing to do? If you are damning the whomever is like being a laggard or, or sitting idle while uh, the, all the potential of score is going to waste and, and so forth, or, or, you know, if you're certainly be damning Dooney the Silent for short-sightedness yeah. uh, for being stuck in his ways and, and no and he would never hear if you can work it into a general like uh you know and damn those who stand in the way of uh of uh you know the the glories of the dwarves and and um so forth then yes I, I'll allow you to fork in intimidation now he's been loud so of course me and me and Berglund have been hearing him yell you know basically he's interrupted our spooning yeah. Um, but I know what he's, what he's talking about. Jeez, Is it possible take to take it to a room, people? <laughs> <laughs> they have they have a room, the tavern room. <laughs> but, uh, be more romantic. <laughs> of course, you know, more romantic would be a, would be a barroom bar- brawl. But you know, we, that's for later. <laughs> but I'm wondering if I could use my uh, of course persuasion to to assist. So you want to use your unskilled skill to help? Yes. <laughs> this does not sound like a good plan. <laughs> That's a stat, no. Uh, but if you have something uh, else you you can do, do you have any I'm other? He, that's my only social skill. <laughs> <laughs> you need to uh, moan about the loss of the fine loggers of Scoria Deep and ah. say. Oh, it would so quench our thirst if we had such a golden brew. <laughs> there you go. You're in a tavern. Ed, Ed, get the god. Yeah, put one foot, you know, stand up, put one foot on top of the table, you know, hold <laughs> loft my beer. Aye, we have lost many nogs from Scoria Deep. We must reclaim those and bring them back to the glory of all dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I the golden brews that that, that that would that would tickle the tongue and warm the belly. <laughs> Since this plays into his belief, how does that work mechanically? I'm ta- actually you're right. Tapping belief does something special. Nope. <laughs> it just nope. means you get points later. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, points later, something special, just not now. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't do anything right now, though. It's certainly good to play to your beliefs or against them. That's fine too. Are are you helping with beer wise? Yeah, with beer wise. You do get to record a test for beer wise equal to yeah. the obstacle that Flint is facing now with the the you know as if you had tested yourself. And to affect okay. all of these dwarves, it's going to be a, be an obstacle five. Do you have anything in my in my background that would help me? So look, my uh, uh, you you're not. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really work that way for you. You're just helping no. with your wise. You're, you're helping aiding. So yeah. I, I get, I get four dice, try to beat five. No. <laughs> you give ah. one die to, oh. uh, Flint. 
Oh, so 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 roll that just simply give one die. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that's helping. But this counts as a test. So that would be a uh, a routine or difficult. Uh, you have your beer wise is what four? Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, it's a challenging test. Ooh. Thank you, Flint. (laughs) (laughs) I do because I do. Now, is is the uh, prince being called out, helping at all? Oh, yeah. I think oh, he's being called out, whether he's helping or not. This is where <laughs> he comes in to these guys are getting things stirred up, and he comes in and he all puts the cap on and everything. It gets them all stirred up, and then he's going to bring them in, bring them home, and direct them towards what he wants them. Okay, so you're holding back for now. You're not helping with this specific test yet. Do you, do you give your your uh, your uh, nod of approval and hear here uh, as a kind of uh, boost to Flint's uh, oration or or grousing, loud yeah, grousing? I, I heard he's going to give his own oration after. This. Ah, after that. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Ah, I see how that works. Right. Warm up the crowd, right. and then he comes in. And... Well, you better have two speeches prepared. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> we win, sometimes we lose. <laughs> Yeah, so as okay. you say, my friend here was trying to say. <laughs> Dog then, uh, command. You have command B2. And yeah. you have bonuses for oddly likable and swaggering. And a bonus die from the linked test. And a bonus die from, yes. Ulfkel. Ulfkel's beer wise. Mm-hmm. So six dice. Okay. And the target is two or higher, right? Now, before you roll. <laughs> yes. Since this is an excellent time, would you like to spend persona points to add dice? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what this means is these dice, unlike the the rest of all the bonus dice you have now, they do not count toward changing the nature of the test. So if you're facing a challenging test and you add three persona points, three dice, which would normally like shift it down to difficult, that shift doesn't happen. For the press, you're you're at a difficult test, which is target number five with six dice. Ooh, ah! So, <laughs> when spending persona, how does one get persona back? Uh, oh, uh, so much per- well, so this this lets me know how valuable this commodity is. Well, you don't get them back when you spend them, but when you spend them, they work. They they count toward uh, pushing the skill you have. But you spend them on toward an epiphany, shade shifting, so it makes it easier to succeed on dice. And when you play toward your beliefs and uh, you use skills and you impress the other people around the table, you'll get persona points at the end of the session. Oh, okay, yeah. so. Uh, also, this is why I'm often asking, uh, is there like a first step you can make or do or accomplish uh, in a belief? Because anytime you accomplish a goal, you get a persona point. Okay, so small goals, small rewards, big goals, no rewards. Well, different rewards. I mean, if you anytime you're working toward and realizing a belief, you get fate points, right? And they have a different oh. function. Cool, cool. So, I mean, what so, you're doing okay. now is something that you'll get fake points for because now you're stirring up people in the name of, uh, of you know, of Fandral. In Fandral's name, in Fandral's, Fruk Fandral's calls. Okay. Anyway. So I can, I can drop one of those and go up to seven dice? Uh, That's you, you can use up to all three if and, you wish. And uh, 
How many successes do I need? Five. Jeez. Wowza. Woo. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, if you should fail, you'll be considered something of a, an annoying drunk. If you succeed, what's your, what's your intent? You wanted to, to get them riled up about, riled up and excited about reclaiming score. And, and to spread the word. Ah. Yes, that's yeah. Engage the rumor machine. Uh, hey, you know, this is all or nothing thing, you know, it's like, so we're, we're going to see how badly we can damage Flint's, uh, reputation. Well, <laughs> so we have 96. Man, that still doesn't seem like enough dice. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe we can hope for some sixes to even it out. Cross our fingers. Consult the bot. The bot laughs at me. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess you, you get really worked up, and you, you're the grumbling is is beginning to be heard in the background when you're just uh, like you said, you you take a last swig and you just fall back. It is stupor. Proceed to talk into my beard. <laughs> Worse yet, you spill your beer. Oh, <laughs> I didn't roll all ones. And the people next next to uh, Ulfkel goes, ah, sit down. Sit down, don't be so bloody noisy. So, like, this is where Fandral yep. sweeps in. <laughs> I go, ah, we need some of this uh, enthusiasm from the, the young, even if they can't quite hold their nog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the noise from the before. <laughs> so he'll attempt to more persuasively state the case that Flint was muttering about. <laughs> that the, uh, well, I think part of it was I was using command. So I was telling these people to do things. And uh, sometimes people have to. That has to come from inside of themselves. See, that, that's where your silver tongue sure. comes in. What's, tell them what's, about your, what's your specific intent? Uh, I prefer if it wasn't the exact same as Flint's. I would be uh, specifically looking to sway the longbeards that were here that are on the council to get them on my side. Ah, uh-huh. that is different. So, yes, absolutely, you can do that. I would look to convince them that how this will be of benefit to Marl to increasing the the trade and opening up all these uh, lost vaults of treasure and uh, mines. Possibly bypassing the snooty humans. Yes. <laughs> Are you trying to leverage dwarven greed? <laughs> Are you playing for their greed? <laughs> <laughs> What else? <laughs> I'll give you a bonus die for that. <laughs> you know how much does those filthy humans take of all our profits when we send our goods out to to Brechia? So yeah, Brechia, Scoria, Scoria, and Marl are all stone terms. There's a method to the madness. Yes. You're using what? 
I do have quite a bit of social skills. So I've got oratory, I've got persuasion, I've got etiquette, I've got uh, intimidation. How are you going about this? That would determine what kind, uh, you know, which skill we would use. And then considering uh, which forks would be eligible. Are you appealing to them in a, in a, a very official way or are you just riling them up? And sort of putting ideas in their heads, or are you attempting to inspire them in a relatively loud manner, but but well thought out? That sounds good. Ah, okay. Exactly. And that would be oratory. <laughs> yeah, oratory. Yes, you can totally fork persuasion if you need that. Yeah, let's do that. Don't forget the greed. <laughs> now, uh, what you're actually doing here is asking them... I mean, it's not directly that, but you are, in fact, asking them to support you, yeah. right? To, one could say, empower you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, that means this is a test that you could, if you wish, tap your greed for a bonus. Since it falls under power, your greed idiom. Uh, So what happens then is you pay one persona point and you get to add as many dice as you have greed. Uh, the, the choice of, of the amount of dice is up to you. They work as any kind of uh, Artha, so they, they don't count toward advancement. They're like invisible bonus dice. And the number you pick is the type of test you have to record for greed if you do it. Now, let's go ahead and try that just this once here. Just <laughs> cool. see, see how horribly it goes for me. <laughs> we will drizzly add greed dice. <laughs> the obstacle is five still, so uh, you need five successes. So if you go with oratory, that's five. You get a bonus die for for shrewdly uh, playing to their greed. That's six. If you fork in persuasion, which you are certainly eligible eligible to do, that's seven. And you can add up to six of your greed to the roll. So that's 13 if you go with a full six. Now that also means that you get to record a difficult greed test for advancing greed. <laughs> if you go with that. So if I go with a lower number of dice, then then if you add say let's go with three. If you add three dice, yeah, then that's a routine test for greed. Okay, that's safe, right? So then you're rolling ten dice versus an obstacle of five, which is pretty good. <laughs> So are we are we content with ten dice? <laughs> and I'm trying to get what? I, what's my obstacle? Five. Five. Hmm, it should work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're over Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, that, that means I sucked all the suck out of the dice, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. These <laughs> electronic dice, so <laughs> You're saying they're un Suckable? <laughs> New electrons. We don't know what their spin pairs are yet. Let's go for that, then. Hopefully I'll get, at least get some sixes that I can re-roll. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but they're <What>? six. <laughs> that fate point, re-roll that six. Oh, This dice roller sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too random. Oh. <laughs> Oh, there's something else I have forking in here. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. 
So what happens is Flint's grandfather and a couple of other uh, of the Longbeards, they, you know, look at each other and, you know, they nod sagely like, oh, that was totally right. But the majority of them look a bit disturbed and mute. And then when you're done with your spiel, then then a couple of them rise up and say, uh, that is that is fine and good, but um, as Dooney the Silent has has uh, has decreed and outlined, uh, we can earn much more by bleeding the humans in turn. We have uh, a plan. Thank you, thank you for your time. It's time for us to leave. And then they they pack up their uh, little their you know leftovers and and um, <laughs> the leftover beer. <laughs> <laughs> No Dude, such they, thing. They, get, they, they all get a growler to go. They rub the a jug. Yeah, they rub the the <laughs> the crumbs and bits of bits of meat out of their beards and, and straighten their clothes and head for the exit. Huh. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, Grandfather Flynn, Grandfather Goddam is is well, he's still there with a couple of others. And, well, my prince, you you did you you. You and my grandson certainly uh, made your case, and, and for what it's worth, I believe in your cause. It's a pity the others do not, as yet. But if perhaps some flaw were to be revealed in this plan of um, duties, or if duty were to meet with an unfortunate end, <laughs> so things go, well, who knows what they'll feel. Flint mm, needs a... T- uh, toss in a growl here. He'll you know, mutter to his beard about uh, spineless top feeders. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, you're talking about our prince now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm talking about people who'd rather deal, deal with yeah. the humans on the surface. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Um, Dooney certainly must be dealt with. I how? Meanwhile, uh, Yes. Uh, I go over to, I go over to the, uh, Ufkel goes over to the, the musicians. There's always musicians playing something in these bars. Gives them a couple of coin and goes over and they start playing a song. I read, you know, take Brickland's hand. We start dancing. <laughs> I, I, I can see that we've roused your fighting spirit. <laughs> another day. We can, it's something you can try another day. Dancing, staggering. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> got, got more chuffing and grousing, uh, for, uh, for Flint. Uh, he'll wave a drunken arm in uh, uh, the brewer and, and general general direction. So, and that's the problem with our society today. Everyone has it so easy. No one has any ambition. It's all skirts and frills and <laughs> dancing, just waving his arms about uh, and half talking to his beard. Is he laying on the table or laying on the floor? I think the table's keeping him upright. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when Berman comes along and kicks the, t- kicks the stool out from eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can totally play with that. I can see him just doing that whole timber thing and smack against the flying stones. And even the ground is against me. <laughs> Somewhere far in the back you hear a, oh, shut up. <laughs> I guess we'll, yeah. we'll we'll close the curtain on that night at, on the at the rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a the rat cellar. Uh, black rat. That, that's his name. It's the rat cellar. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So, what's next for our dwarves? It's it's the next day, possibly 
afternoon to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a successful drunk roll, so I don't, don't think I'm suffering. <laughs> Not over much, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's t- time for us to, to get the young confab over over some sort of meal over a meal or something like that. Just to work out, our, you know, what's going on there. It's it's the rat cellar. What twelve hours later? I do have a plan. Flint, so at some point in the day you know, before dinner, he needs to hit the streets of the hold and start exercising his rumor wise skills. Is it, Dooney has to have some kind of weakness or vice that we can exploit. Oh, I actually, I'm thinking that uh, Ufkel, uh, he can't open a brewery up by himself. So he's going to try to recruit. And, oh, God, it's the worst person in the world to try to recruit um, uh, other other brewers to, to accompany him to help open up the breweries. I thought you had <laughs> some kind of uh, quest to find out the histories of of. Oh, old that's right, stories. the histories. You're right. Yes, find out the history. So, yeah. So I'm guessing I'm going to go and find some, some of the older brewers and see what they know. So, I don't know, yeah. Bring along, bring along some samples so that they can, you know, we can sit there and taste and talk. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And Todd, do you believe maybe dig up dirt on Dooney is a suitable tail end statement to say? I need to convince the Longbeards and Marl to support Fandral. You know, it's a, it's a next it's, step. It's, yes, it is because I I can't convince the Longbeards as long as Dooney has sway over them. Indeed. So uh, I'm definitely working towards that goal. Really. <laughs> uh, I get the distinction here is uh, is uh, would you like to keep at it, just hitting fate points, or would you like to add a tail statement that you can actually accomplish, like dig up some actual dirt on Dooney? So when you dig up do- dirt on Dooney and you find dirt on Dooney, because he no doubt has dirt, you'll get a persona point. Oh, mechanically, yes, I would yes. like to add that tail. Now, do I have to <laughs> write that tail down? Or? Yes. Okay. Uh, where is the prince? This uh, fine hour. Uh, is he perhaps scouting for uh, warband material? Sure. All right. I suppose the markets or um, like the garrison places would be the right area to go to in that case. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Ulfhill was he's hanging out with the other older brewers. Yeah, I'm basically I'm I'm, I'm, I'm definitely be tapping my Nugger Guild affiliation. This is going to be like more of a circle thing, wouldn't it? Ah, that's that. You know what? I'll hold off on playing with circles for today. All right. So let's say you. I mean, certainly you have a paid-for relationship. I have beer wise room yeah. master, so uh, you can always go there and. Uh, yeah. And I can use my beer wise. I'm doing research, so on beer. So yeah, this is like you know. I'd say, I'd say beer wise would be the most appropriate skill then. In that case, you're probably the two of you and the odd apprentice probably going through old annals and and tomes about you know shipping specific brews mm-hmm. to and from old Scoria and yeah, looking, um, looking, looking for margin notes mentioning if there's like like their version of the of this festival ale was how, it was different from our version of the festival right. ale and also like poetic accounts of mm-hmm. of festivals. Uh, specific to Scoria, perhaps. They have their own saints. They have their own Founders Day, so they have their own version of the Founders Day brew. See? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. So, what is your intent? What would what what was specifically the intent? Was to de- determine how basically how many breweries, as in beer breweries, but how many breweries they had. So, I got my beer wise of four. Mm-hmm. I, I can tap brewmaster for a spare uh, brewmaster Paul for an extra die. Sure, he can help you out. All right. Anything else? Um, sadly, I, I can't figure away a Lincoln beer appraisal. Because uh, doesn't that actually require me to actually have the beer in front of me? Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, so you I have a reg- do you have regular appraisal? Oh yes, I do. That I have regular appraisal at three. Might help. Okay. Now this is pretty much going to be a graduated test, which is I'm just going to ask you to roll all your dice, and and the more successes you get, the more you learn. Let's see anything I can come on from trade. No, sadly, sadly, I can't use my meticulous at this point. Or could I? No, so my meticulous is tied to Nogger, yeah. so I, yeah. Now, could this one, could, could I actually spend some uh, Persona Pointer on this as well? If you wish, certainly. So, If you have them, you're free to spend them at any time. So well, right now... At any time right, you have a test. Right now I got five, I have five dice so far. Six, uh, if I can bring in my appraisal... That's six. And six, six, six dice... Uh, here's when you do like when you graduate things, the number of successes determines what my what what the difficulty was or uh it's always a routine test. Oh, okay. Ah. Gotcha. Just make it a lucky seven. So I will spell a persona point and make it a lucky seven. Cool. Then uh, recall remember to record you having spent a persona <laughs> on um was it beerwise? Yeah. Seventy six oh three. Average, more or less. Yeah. Would you like to explode it? The six or open it? Oh, I take not. I can always get more fate. Yeah, I'll spend a uh, point and reroll that d six. Ah, four. All right. Uh, you come up with uh, some interesting information. So far as you can tell, there were two principal breweries. Both were capable of producing both regular brews and nog, uh, oh. and they were rivals. One was the uh, the Blackstone um, clan, which were reputed. <laughs> had had a, a somewhat sordid reputation. Uh, they were often accused of having using corn in their beer, sabotaged their rivals' uh, <laughs> distilleries, and so on and so forth. And and um, and the other one, I'm gonna let you name let the other name. clan. Mm. So one's called the, the Blackstone. Yes, Blackstone. So the other one. Yeah, let's go, let's go for kind of polar opposites here. So you have Blackstone, then you have the, the Opal clan. Okay. You know, the, the, op- the Opal clan, they were quite, re- I would say they're quite, re- they were quite renowned for the, the, for the purity and effervescence of their, of their brews. I want to call them Opalescent, but that's, that'd be, uh, a funny name. <laughs> now, but, uh, since they were fierce rivals, they had a number of different variations of, of uh, beer and nog, so as to mm-hmm. attract business. So mm-hmm. there might actually be quite the, shall we say, wealth of um, recipes to be had. Yeah, if they're doing rival, if they're doing rival, bur- rival brews, say for like festivals. Yes. If I would be, yeah, definitely would be trying to make it either either closer to the style or or taking the style and pushing it beyond. Yeah. Make it stand out so the prince will pick them to be the, uh, you know, the official nog of this season and so on. Yes. That's pretty me sorted right there. So that, that's probably taken all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you can certainly, 
you know, slap each other's backs at the end of the day is having found yeah. plenty of information and, and stuff to go on and add uh, ideas yeah. for where to look if and when you reach the... And we're, we're, we are slurring our speech a little bit because, of course, we're, we're, we're quaffing as we're busy researching. So, yeah. <laughs> we're brewers, you know. Yeah. Oh, try this. Yeah. Oof, kill. Try this. This is something I'm experimenting with. Mmm. <laughs> is running back and forth with platters and, <laughs> and tankards. <laughs> By the end of the day, you're so punchy you can barely read. <laughs> Hold the book steady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the younger dwarf who's holding the book on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Quit twitching so much. <laughs> and, drink and, don't forget, and don't forget, you got to clean out the mesh ton again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our intrepid prince then, scouting and scouring the hold for any and all able weapon men. Yeah. To his cause, okay. Well, to make things simple, let's say you find, uh, you hear that there is a famed, well, not mercenary really, but, but there is a famed captain in the hold presently called Roar Five Oxen, a rumor to be one of the strongest dwarves alive. He served under the, the venerable and much reputed, uh, Stonebrow, a stingy Stonebrow, uh, in the uh, campaigns which saw Prince Dolom's, uh, Demise upon the field. Though this dwarf has uh, apparently served uh, the distinction, and and um, with the end of that campaign, he and his uh, men are out of well work. And uh, yeah, presently they're they're in the hold and should be around the garrison area. Right. That is the the latest information. What was his name again? Roarf. I'll write it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> Horror! <laughs> ah, horror! My good man, my good dwarf. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I should have picked a different name. Anyway, <laughs> okay. You you find him and uh, loaded dwarves lounging about the well, the holds garrison. Really, they're not actually part of the garrison, but they're. Taking lodging there for for the time being. Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, taking it easy, sipping beer and playing dice and so on, so on and so forth. Just in general. Uh, these are men who look like they need uh, an exciting endeavor to embark upon. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite probably right. So what is um what's the prince doing? Oh, and uh, I should probably just to be sure. Todd is. Yeah. Is Flint out on the streets, or is he uh, combining this, uh, like, rumor seeking with uh, aiding the prince at all? Like, you, if you want to, you could be in this scene. That's what I'm saying. I just don't imagine him in the scene. I imagine he's uh, uh, on the street and uh, in the various holds, generally casting uh, his net for dirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds like a dwarven phrase. <laughs> dirt or bust. Okay. Okay, then, Dirk. They're, they're engaged in their various casual, loitery kind of uh, endeavors. What you do? All right, he'll uh, go up to Roar and uh, get the feel of what mood he's in right now. <laughs> he seems fairly jovial. He's had a bit to drink, and uh, the dice seem to be favoring him. And, um, yeah, he's a, he's a rough-hewn dwarf, dark, 
not the most well-groomed, maybe, but certainly he seems to have um certain sway with the men. He'll approach him, Roar, and it looks like you're in need of uh, a little action for you and your men. Oh, ha no, no, no. Uh, we we have that sorted, you see. Um, but uh, thank you for offering. Well, actually, what are you offering? Not, oh. not, never bad to have options, right? I am offering glory and treasure. Uh, aren't they all? What specific glory and treasure? Ever since the orcs and other fell creatures pushed us out of Scoria Deep, we have been cut off from Breccia, and I intend to reopen Scoria and push out these dark creatures. That, that is a that is a fine and noble ambition, and uh, I would be a lesser dwarf if I were to say I wouldn't go with you in a heartbeat. Alas! I've already sworn service to uh, a merchant. Uh, we are to uh, secure a pass on the top side. And I, I am not fain to break my word just willy-nilly, even though I can certainly say yours is the more intriguing offer, or rather prospect. I don't know, May. perhaps you could uh, speak with this merchant and see if he could be persuaded to uh, release us? Certainly, certainly. I'm sure it'll be no issue. Uh, I, I sure hope so. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of them uh, men, you see, from, from Kanluran, the humans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, okay. I have my... I have those notes on the other computer. Uh, give me ooh, two minutes. I'll be right right back. So he's away from the microphone? Yes. Okay. You know, I think the best way for us to achieve our goals simply to create a war between the humans and the dwarves and give them no choice but to reopen Scoria. <laughs> yeah, that might work. That's not necessarily the most pleasing way. <laughs> uh, uh, motivating people, but it seems everything revolves around it's easier to deal with the humans than to actually do the honorable thing and reopen. It wouldn't even have to be a war, just make things more difficult and expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe sow a little distrust, uh, burn down a few villages. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that or, um, well, a little sepatuji. When I say that, I mean, uh, Perhaps collapse the tunnel leading out of Marl toward, uh, cur- uh to Lurian, to or cur- cur- uh, basically Human City, or something along that line, or, yeah. I bet there's, I bet there's elves in those forests, so we can get those elves rolled up. I just, let's not be too hasty with, with the open belay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the collapse of the tunnel is intriguing, but, uh, it's going to be a solid dwarven uh, construction, so uh, it, it would be just as hard to undo as it was to, to do. Though I do know something about tunnels. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, if I go and uh, piss off this human merchant, you know, that'll go a long way towards disrupting relations. Yeah, yeah. The, the evil we do in the name of good is still good, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I, depending on uh, how this whole Dooney thing goes, I, I think it, the way we have to undermine it by making the trade with the humans even more oppressive, yeah, e- either convincing the merchant, you know, says the problem is you're not taxing us enough. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, he came back. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we were scheming. So I heard. Okay, so what's, uh, what's, what's the prince's course of action? Yes, I'm sure that your, uh, agreement with this human is, pff, that's, that's nothing. I'll, I'll go deal with him. Uh, I warn you, he's, uh, a sharp one. So, yes, um, I, I would prefer that you have his full and definite word that we are, we're released from the contract. I may have sworn an oath. I may have been weak at the moment and full of cheap ale, but, um. Arnold to a human? Facepalm. I know, <laughs> I know, I warn, I warn you, he's, he takes advantage. Let's just put it that way. Humans always sneaky and. Of course, of course, it's, it's what they do when they, I guess it's what they do when they, if they can't build stuff and, and, and so on. Oh, he's looking to take it from us, honest yes. working dwarves. <laughs> Honest working dwarves. <laughs> hey, drinking beer is hard work. Yes. It's not going to drink itself. Indeed. Uh, where can I find this human? Uh, he should be lounging about the, uh, the marketplaces or, or, um, yeah, thereabouts. I can't imagine he would find lodging anywhere else. Alright. Anyway, you can't in the, in the, what, he's in the hold in Marl? Yes. Oh. Oh. How convenient. I say with his voice, even though you're not there. (laughs) Yes. Hey, Marl's cosmopolitan, if, you know, if anything else. They have one dwarf, one human. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of dwarves. Few hogs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. No elves, but then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's an improvement. Scamper off to find uh, the human. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not difficult to find. He's he's set up a, a stall of of sorts with a bunch of wagons and and uh, canvas and such. Uh, no doubt brought from the, from the surface. You you can smell the shoddy coming off it just miles away. <laughs> um. Uh, he has uh, a couple of of like token bodyguards. They're not terribly well armored. I mean. Even if they were, they're wearing shoddy armor. Wielding shoddy weapons that wouldn't hurt a fly. But they mean well, uh, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the, the merchant himself. Oh, I, shit, I didn't say his name. Uh, his, his, he, his name is Doll of the Lakes. He's this tall, gaunt, black mustachioed, corded headdress wearing, uh, embodiment of sneering superiority. Uh, and he he paces back and forth, hands behind his back, and and inspects the various goods that he's brought down, and and um, uh, he inspects the loading of of uh, dwarven goods to be brought back to the surface, sneering at the honest work dwarves doing all the work. <laughs> Hard working dwarves. Eh? Steady there, mind you, don't drop that. Uh, would you be doll of the lakes? Yes, and who would you be? I don't I'm, take kindly to interruptions. I'm Prince Fandral. Prince who? Fandral. I've never heard of any prince of that name. Well, I know you humans know little of the world of the dwarves, but <laughs> that can be forgiven. Well, I'm sure I can forgive your air of nobility as well. You know that we have done away with ours. Oh, I didn't know there were noble humans. <laughs> I can see it totally worded just like that. 
I believe you've engaged the services of Roar and his men. His dwarves. Oh, the... Yes, yes, the, um, the... Him, yes. And all his men. Yes, we need his uh, services for surface business. Uh, why are you so curious? Besides being a prince and digging your nose into everyone's business. I have use for uh, the services of Roar and uh, would like you to release him from his his agreement with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I see. And uh, what have you um, in mind for a suitable bargain then? I'll uh, look over the, his goods. Well, most of your goods here are uh, quite inferior to dwarven goods. I know many dwarven traders and... Uh, I'm sure I could introduce you to those who could get you a finer quality. Why? Oh, you misunderstand. I'm leaving the sub-par inferior goods here and taking the high-quality dwarven goods with me to the surface. That is sort of the point of this arrangement. I'm sure I can. Uh, I'm, I'm in fact... I'm in fact impressed at how readily you dwarves squander your hard-earned gold on shoddy goods from the surface. But uh, who am I to complain, eh? And, uh, you know, I, I I do know most of the merchants here, and they're licking my boots as we speak. Uh, or, well, whatever the term is in your strange undermountain tongue. You might want to leave right now if you're going to start insulting my fellow dwarves. I might take offense. Oh, you haven't already? That's impressive. You must have a such self-control. I'm, I'm duly impressed. Hey, that is something I can actually hang on the dwarves as, as something good. Besides your goods, of course, those are excellent. Top-notch. Brilliant. As it happens, I was just leaving, and uh, if there isn't anything else you wish to broach, then I'll take the men with me. Are you certain you, you don't have anything substantial to offer? Well, have you paid the uh, the tariff on their goods yet? Uh, tariff? No. What? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, you don't just come in and trade free uh, to acquire and trade in moral. You must pay a tariff. Well, I paid for entry, as usual. That enough, surely? No, no, it's based on uh, the value of the goods you're taking out. Ah, oh, this is the first I've heard of any such tariff. What's your falsehood? Huh? What's your falsehood? Or do you wish to, I don't know, invent a tax yes. here using your status? Yes. <laughs> oh, what would that be? That's curious, actually. Do you have anything like uh, Holdwise or, or uh, der, anything like that? No. I guess we should examine the intent. If, well, something is at stake and there needs to be a roll, uh, there needs to be a test of something. Um, uh, be my intimidation. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. That could work. Um, okay. We'll, we'll go with that. That would be, say, an obstacle four to insinuate that he would be in quite a bad way if he, well, what are you saying, actually, actually ex precisely? So I'll know how to spin it if you fail. Well, what my plan here, if I can work it, is to come out to tax him enough that he'll he'll really object to it, and then maybe I can release the tax if if he releases uh, Roar and his men. Ah, uh, all right, fair enough. Okay, let, let's let's go to the dice. Obstacle four, 
intimidation. If you have anything you want to let me add that, you're free to. Intimidation, I have, uh, what is, how do uh, your traits help you? Do you have a trait that might, um, Bail let's see. Stare. Ah, I think that's a call-on trait for intimidation and, uh, and such. Uh, if you if you roll a tie, or if you roll hilariously bad, and you want to re-roll it, then you can call on that trait to uh, do either of those things. Okay. Let's see. Uh... If you're being conspicuously loud to as to attract the attention of any guard dwarf, that could certainly be a, a, an interesting fork. All right. So you're attempting to escape the tariff. It, oh, really? <laughs> I can use uh, good forking etiquette because I could uh, run the, the proper procedures for. Ah, uh, that would be uh, dealing with uh, nobility and and uh, and um, so forth. It wouldn't be that. But if you had, say, uh, law wise or ad- or like administration or anything like that, sure. I make up laws. I don't. <laughs> I mean, percentage points you got left. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. One left. I mean, th- this is kind of central uh, to getting away. So even if you fail, I'm not gonna say, you know, no, you don't get it. You're gonna get your men, but with the consequences. Uh, if you succeed, then you get away clean, so to speak. Can I uh, use a pers- persona to throw in some greed? Uh, this would be, well, yeah, it certainly is securing power, bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you can. When does my greed start increasing, Emily? It's at six. Yeah, you need uh, uh, like three, four more tests logged before it goes to seven. So um, you'll need, I believe... Five, four, uh, routine, four difficult and two challenging tests for it to go to, um, no, you need four, three, and two for it to go up. Seven. So you have, uh, a number of tests left. And if you keep just going with, uh, the one to three bonus, then, um, you know, you, you won't get the difficult and challenging tests needed to advance it. That's free greed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for difficult, too. We'll throw in all the greed. This filthy human <laughs> take care of him. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's an annoyingly large pool of dice there. <laughs> Given way it's rolled for me, uh, I need a annoyingly large pool pool to be able to... Maybe it's better to roll fewer dice. <laughs> it seems to at no. least go with half and half, then. Okay, so, uh, you're, you're using all six greed, and you're using intimidation, that's twelve. Mm-hmm. Any forks at all? No? Yeah, well you, we'll, we'll do, we go with your suggestion to raise my Conspicuous? And, yeah. Ah, okay. Thirteen dice then. Alright. See if I get any success. <laughs> ah, it's, um, oh, okay, here we go. Wow! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you can just come in here and take our goods out without paying our proper tariffs? What? No, what no, 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 my uh, good <laughs> you... prince. We shouldn't be hasty. Uh, certainly not with the uh, relations being what they are. And... Uh, we wouldn't want trade to be interrupted. You know how these things go. Uh, what do you want? Yeah, so you're 
And th- this is like said when he he's he's kind of crouching down a little, so he's at your height, sort of like like what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you uh, want to keep relations on a good footing, perhaps if you would release uh, Roar and his men from your service, that would that would be considered uh, a fair exchange. All right, all right. I suppose we'll have to hire someone else. Yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of humans up on the surface that you can get for uh, for your shoddy goods. <laughs> <laughs> he snarls a fine, and then <laughs> I'll um, no doubt he'll want it in writing. Yes, yes. So yeah, he he draws up a uh, like yeah yeah release for con- from contract in consideration with dwarven customs so and so and uh, yeah you get your little roll of of uh, yay and um, get to bring it back. <laughs> that was a routine uh, um, <laughs> intimidation test, by the way. Oh, <laughs> but boom, you blew that out of the water. <laughs> but now he's got a green test, doesn't he? Not the first thing I've succeeded at. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, I believe that also counts as a regular, you know, tapping greed in that manner. I, I believe it counts as a normal, like spending an Artha, uh, a point of persona for your skill. So you could record one persona for um, intimidation as well toward epiphany. All right, then. Next. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can. No, when does he have to do his greed test? Oh, it is. it doesn't work like that. Whenever he actually taps his greed in this manner, it counts as a test. So he has ah. to mark uh, like a test equal to the number of dice he's borrowing from greed. So uh, mm-hmm. if he's borrowing three dice, you take three dice and compare it to his greed exponent, right? Which is six. Success or failure was greedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he allowed him his greed to, to derive the, the story and the plot and the... The action and um I mean he got imagine his way. His eyes, imagine his eyes got a little shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and the spill flew prominently. <laughs> so Maybe that's what, what Dooney did to me. He held his greed for power. Yeah. I, he, that. he was just using a uh, notorious debate, which is a cheaty dwarven skill that's open ended. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Cheaty dwarven skill. <laughs> Duty, that was the cheap trick. Yes. <laughs> He's next on the list to deal with here. <laughs> okay. So uh, our intrepid former word bearer hitting the streets. Hell yeah. Uh, one advantage of being a message uh, carrier is you know who is always on the receiving and uh, sending end of messages. So there's lots of people within the uh, hold that I can uh, bounce off to, chat up, generally uh, do my quirky, uh, oddly likable routine and uh, try try to cavass and get rumors for and against Dooney. Now, this I might have suggested uh, if it hadn't been this session that we make it a circles roll, so you would have been you would have, would have been uh, circling up someone with information, someone in the like word bearer trade that you might have known before. Oh, absolutely, some right. of the younger pups. Yeah, I said, hey, yeah, I need you to help me dig up dirt on Dooney. Yeah, they go cool. <laughs> if you like that, that's what happens. But we're not going to use the circles mechanics this time. 
instead, uh, let's uh, have a scene and let's see. Uh, let's hey, let's make it a, a graduated rumor-wise test to see just the kind of depth of information uh, you get. At and the, the more successes you get, the, the dirtier the information gets. We can work on that. Yes. We can go from scruffy and flea-bitten all the way up to uh, he actually drinks alcohol-free beer. <laughs> <laughs> there is none of that, you know, of that, of that, of that uh, abomination in our, in our, in our, in our in this place. <laughs> she said <she's a> drunken. <laughs> How do you even make that? <laughs> It's a lost secret for a reason. <laughs> it's called malted milk. That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so graduated uh, tests. How do they work mechanically? Uh, you take your uh, your um, rumor wise your rumor wise dice and right. you roll them, and we count successes. That's as easy as it gets. Uh, and that's how it goes. And it counts as a routine test for advancement. Okay. And can I, like, fork in additional skills like clan history? If that is, yeah, that sounds appropriate. Yes, yeah, it, says, it doesn't have to be new dirt. It could be old dirt. Absolutely. Yeah, so, like, bring up his military history, his, his disparaging wives. <laughs> <laughs> So a, a fork just adds a uh, a die, or at your level, it, yeah, it needs to be exponent seven for it to add more dice than one. Okay, let's see. We we, we have oddly likable, and I will I will milk that for all it's worth. It's it's like Flint. He means well. He's just not dwarfy enough. Being <laughs> <laughs> dually. Well, well, all right, sure, that uh, might help or, you or get or, people to open up. Or uh, if I'm trying to. Press the uh, young uh, word bearers would swaggering or intimidation be more effective? Oh, well, I guess it's it depends on uh, what. Give me an idea of, of uh, how you're going about collecting information and with whom you're socializing. What, what I'm going to do is leverage my past knowledge of the word bearers, talk to the younger word bearers, because the the the, the most terrible thing about being a word bearer is boredom. So I'm going to leverage that uh, with my oddly likable character and basically uh, talk to them about uh, getting rumors and and get them kind of jazzed about, well, do you know someone who knows someone who knows a rumor about uh, Dooney the Silent? And basically do the uh, word bearer networking gossip uh, grapevine, since that's what they do for a job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on a more official level of course alright so it's not actually uh, you're not implying a lot of leaning on them more uh, uh, I'm trying to be more social about it yeah because uh, 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 hey guys I was one of you I know how, how this routine goes I need to find something spicy uh, on Dooney the Silent yeah, it's just like yeah He's been such a fixture of the Longbeards for so long. You can't tell me that his character is as white as his beard. <laughs> and, you know, and digging dirt up on the elders, that should be something they enjoy. Just as uh, day's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> that is a straight rumor-wise 
Can we add likable and clan history for things to add dice to that pool? I'm trying to find your sheet. Here we go. Clan history was a yes, and sheesh, my memory's short. Oddly likable. Yes, yes. So that's two um, two extra dice. Okay, well, what kind of target numbers do we have? Or For a graduated we're... test, we're just looking to see how many successes you achieve. You get something no matter what. But the more successes you get, the deeper and more dirty the information will be. Okay, well, we'll throw down 5d6 and see what happens. It should be 6, right? Or oh. no? Uh, Rumor-wise, is a 3, and we added ah. 1. Okay, okay, okay. 5, then. Okay, and did I need 4s or 5s? Uh, how difficult is it? Is it to, uh, tap your greed! Longer? Tap your greed! Tap your greed! 4, 5, <laughs> and 6 are successes. Uh, 1, 2, 3 are traitors. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, see, that's three successes right there, and I have no problem spending a uh, fate point to uh, re-roll that six, because, hey, it's a different kind of greed. (laughs) (laughs) And that that gives us a total of four successes. Cool. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, Now I put the GM on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) He wears women's underwear. (laughs) Well, I mean, you get, of course, the, the regular uh, rumors of, of mistresses and, and, and underhanded uh, stuff and, and uh, double dealing and uh, dealing with humans and uh, so on and so forth. But the juiciest piece of information really is that Dune is from a clan of refugees out of Scoria. And uh, there are some darker rumors circulating that he has a vested interest in preserving Mars you know, ignorance or independence from the rest of, of uh, you know, the northern holes for some reason. Nice. Based upon, wow, see, he he was not a youth. From, from his perspective, it wasn't that long ago. Nope. Yeah, he, so he was probably an adult when he left. Yep. So, that can only mean he's a craven coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dangerous thing to... <laughs> The same polite dwarf, dwarf society. <laughs> well, in that case, he would have to refute it, and that would damn himself. <laughs> oh, you have some ammunition, certainly. Oh, says, I'm not a wealthy per- person, but whatever pocket change I can have for tips and stuff, I, I'll, I will be generous to, to, to the word bearer. So thank you very much for this secret information. <laughs> Yeah, uh, cool. All, 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 all the appropriate handshakes and and winks and all that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'll make sure to, to uh, remember some of the names of the uh, younger word bearers uh, whenever I need to do message services. I know who Healy to call and upon. Neely and, and Neely and Dealy and, <laughs> <laughs> but not Squealy. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Wheelie talks too much. <laughs> Quick little scene. I can I can work with that. Uh, it's also uh, creeping up on one o'clock local time. Yeah, and I guess in that case, it's a good time to just go to the final little Arthur Award bit and wrap it up for today. This, this is where the Olympic music awards music starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see about having maybe some more action stuff for um uh, for Ulfkill next time. Oh no, I mean it's. He's a brewer. I mean, get, yeah, sure. We can we can probably get into a yeah. Well, he's got brawling. Yeah, he'd love to actually have a brawl, See? a tavern See? brawl, a tavern <laughs> it brawl. Depends, be... It depends <laughs> upon the kind of action we're talking about. 
he is the one who got the dance. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the other kind of action too, if you get my drift. Ah. Uh, yes, fermenting. <laughs> I think Dwali yeah. said something about a hammer. Oh yeah, he's got a shoddy uh, orc hammer or something like that. It basically, it's, no, no, you know, no, 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 no. I mean, Dwalin said something about having a hammer and crushing you if you were to tap certain things. Yeah, a four time. <laughs> oh no, he would he, he would crush certain bits of me. <laughs> he'd you know he'd forge me yeah uh, he'd it forge me some somewhat. <laughs> I'm going to craft a tenor. <laughs> so you want twelve? No problem. Ting ting ting. <laughs> Let's see, you all. To role play by going after your beliefs. That's a fate point each. Yay. You each went for different beliefs too, so that should be two fate points. Ooh. Yay, that's much better than zero. Yeah. <laughs> Puts me at three fate points. I'm dangerous. Uh, now, let's see. Persona, persona, embodiment captures the mood of the table perfectly. Well, I don't know. I guess we did, but I guess I'll I'll ask you guys. Was there any scene in particular where you felt someone was uh, in the moment and really stood out? Any scene, any 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 portrayal that really stood out? Well, I think the blackmailing of uh, of what's his face, the human merchant. Uh, That did have some entertainment value. Great speech, yeah. gruesome revenge. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One persona for uh, um, for uh, our prince. I will use it wisely. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we didn't really have any mold breaker type uh, situations where your beliefs and instincts or such were in conflict. Ah, that's a good point. I'll have to look over your instincts next time and see if I can hit you in the head with them. And we have still no deeds. No, but uh, they'll come eventually. Yeah. I'm safe there. I, I have never said no to a lady. Well, I have no problem with doing me there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could say no to him all day long. <laughs> all right, personal goals. Uh, the prince managed to get his uh, war band. So that... Yeah. Be- yeah. That belief is uh, finished, and you get a persona point. And I was able to actually do mine as well. Uh, I, yes. Um, yes, you got your information for... Um, uh, I don't know. I, we changed that. Remember, we changed that to help convince the Longbeards, uh, but which I didn't did, do. You didn't convince the Longbeards, so... Yeah, so... no. But you, but you did get a fate point for that, so... Um, yes. And I've gotten some more information that will help me get my uh, reopen the, the breweries, but that's that's for the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, um, let's see. Finally, workhorse now. Let me throw in something here. Sure. Since one of my tales on I need to convince long the Marvel support Fandral is dig up dirt on Dooney. Yes. So that's considered a success. Ah, uh, that's I, true. Yes. So does that. Earns a persona? Yes. And then I remove that, and can I immediately replace it with something else? Yes, you can. Ideally, a new short, uh, like, uh, tail-end statement. Confront 
Dooney with his dark past. I, I mean, you can always go to him and say, haha, I know, but what does that accomplish? So no. maybe... What you really need to do is do a dirt campaign. You need to get a, a, a whispering campaign going in the, amongst the Longbeards. Mere campaign or expose Dooney to the the other Longbeards. Yeah. Something like that. Mm, okay, we'll, we'll work on that. Okay. Uh, and that is really it for today. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for having patience. And show oh, hey! Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's talking about work hard, workhorse. I hate to say it, it probably was uh, Flint doing a lot of the action, though. I mean, he was the main driver, in, at least the beginning. You know, I'm half asleep, of course. You should get that. Well, Starting the whole tavern uh, sit, uh, situation uh, and then finding dirt on Dune, that whole so, thing. So how does this workhorse work? It's basically you, players, saying this player, we feel this player was the guy who had all the right skills in all the right places. You drove play with your skills, and we couldn't have done it without you. Ah. My ego does not uh, permit me to uh, vote for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you okay, think, Dirk? Are we awarding Workhorse for um, Flint? Sure. Yeah, he was... Uh, yeah. That's one persona point, then. Flint. Yeah. Flint is off. Got us going. Cool. Yeah. Well, I will update my character sheet online, and I will catch you all later, then. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, your slim Whitman lore is much better than mine. <laughs> if you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And, of course, there's always telepathy.